Alright, this is a little weird. Normally we have a video right now and you're like, what? We're changing the format? Yeah, just for this week, messing things up a little bit. Welcome to Jericho Road. I'm glad you're here. Welcome to our friends online. If everyone would say hi online. Hi, hi online. Alright. And, uh, phew, alright. So, uh, I'm glad you guys are here. Stoked to be here today. I know uh, many of us have been praying all week for this day. And so, we're going to start out with our shouts. What do we do? We love God and we love others. And what do we say? I love God and I love you. And I hope that is always the truth of your heart. That is the heartbeat of our church. And so I'm glad you're here to confess that together. This week we've been praying for and thinking uh, about our global missions partners. So all, all week we've been, each day, people have signed up, we've been praying, we've been fasting, we've been thinking. I hope they've been on your mind constantly this week. And so thank you for joining with us in that targeted prayer and care for those that are around the world, our precious friends. And so uh, today I'm going to, I've actually contacted them and uh, each of them have sent us uh, sort of a, a brief video message. So I'm going to say a little bit about them and then they're going to maybe give you a thanks or something like that. Uh, we started out this week with Operation Christmas Child. I think we have a picture of them. Each year we uh, go to, uh, we pack church, uh, these Operation Christmas Child boxes as a church. We pack between 50 and 100 of those boxes every single year. In addition, we're lucky enough to live near one of the distribution centers in Fullerton. And so every year for the last five years, between 10 and 20 of our uh, church members have gone down there for six hours on a Saturday and packed boxes. And then after, we always go to In-N-Out. That is our tradition. I don't think it's breakable anymore. And so, yeah, and uh, it's always a lot of fun packing boxes. And, and I can't help but to think there's a kid around the world that gets one of these things. And, and every time they, they, they distribute them through churches. And so every kid that gets a box gets Jesus along with it. They make sure to share the gospel every time. And so uh, one of my friends, Franklin, wanted to give you guys a thanks really fast. When those lids come off those boxes, you've never seen such pure joy. This is amazing. As you can see, the children's faces, they're excited as they open up the gifts for the first time. What makes the gifts more than just gifts is the message that comes with the gift. This is the opportunity for a child to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. The mission of Operation Christmas Child never changes Children are coming to Jesus, and children are taking the gospel to the ends of the earth. Millions of children around the world are being impacted by these simple shoebox gifts. One box can touch not just the child, but the whole family. So we need to keep packing those boxes and pray for the children that God will use this in a very special way. So thank you for being a part of it. Jericho Road Church. God bless you. Appreciate that, Franklin. Thanks for the personal shout out to our church. What a blessing to have Franklin on our side. Uh, that's Billy Graham's son, in case you didn't recognize him. Uh, so that was Monday we were praying. On Tuesday we were praying for our friends, the, the Alsbach, Neil and Darcy. Um, I think I spelled their name wrong on the Instagram that day. So I think we have a picture of them as well. Uh, the Alsbachs, they've been missionaries. Uh, they actually work with First Nations people, what we would call Native Americans, but they work in Canada. And so they're called First Nations people. Uh, uh, the, who live on the reserve there. We call it reservation, they call it reserve. And they've been doing that for 30 years. They've developed relationships with folks uh, living on the reserves. They run Bible camps. They host short-term missionaries. They've ministered to people for three decades of their lives. What an incredible blessing to support them 
financially and spiritually every single month. This is one of our missionaries where we send money and we send prayer uh, every month. And so that, that comes out of our general budget. And they've been, uh, for the last four years, no, the last five years, they've been missionaries that have been supported by Jericho Road Church. And they had a more personal message for you, just like Franklin. Hey, Jericho Road, this is Neil and Darcy Alsback from Saskatchewan. We work uh, with First Nations people from uh, the Kinistin Reserve. Uh, just the other day, I was called in uh, to the uh, chief and council meeting, Darcy and I were, and uh, we found out that they're building a new uh, center on the reserve called the Kanagan Family Resource Center. And um, a Kanagan is a cradle board. And this is a cradle board that I'm holding right here. I made this 30 years ago. Uh, one of the thing that, things that Darcy and I used to do uh, when we first uh, came to the reserve 33 years ago, part of uh, uh, fitting into the community was just to get to know people, find out their interests and, and what they were doing, and um, try to learn from them, learn about their culture, their language, and uh, things that they do. This is one of the things that was traditionally done, and this is uh, um, a cradle board that was made for children in order to keep them safe and protected uh, when they were little. And um, when I went to this chief and council meeting, uh, they asked uh, me if I would uh, make one of these uh, for them. Uh, the people on the reserve that knew how to do it in the past, have all passed away, um, and they had given that knowledge to me. Um, and now I'm the only one left that knows how to do it, so um, it's my turn to be able to share that knowledge with, uh, with younger men on the reserve to be able to do this. Um, the chief and council asked if I would um, teach uh, the young people um, how to make these again, and... Um, over the next little while, I need to take a birch log like that and transform it into a cradle board like this so it can be displayed at the family um, resource center there. I just want to encourage you guys with some, some scripture. Um, Philippians uh, 2 verse 27, it says, Only conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you, or remain absent, I will hear of you that you are standing firm in one spirit with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Just really encourage you guys, just as we did 30 some years ago and just as we do now, um, just, um, you know, find people that you can uh, build trust with and get to know, uh, make them a part of your life, live life together with them and share Christ with them. And, um, uh, yeah, that's what we're called to do as Christians. And, uh, I, I just, uh, encourage you to do that. Uh, thank you so much for your love, for your support, for everything you do for us. Mike, Mike. I don't know why that caused me to be a little emotional. That was, I don't know, the birds, the... Scripture, the guy serving 33 years, you know, the, the baby on the board, the whole thing. Wow, so good. Oh, man. And I saw it before, too. And that's not like first time viewing that. Weird. Did not have that reaction at first. Okay, so our next uh, missionary that we support, uh, that's a full-time missionary, is Tommy and Kumi uh, Kang. 
they're currently, for the last year, they've been in Alaska uh, serving there. They are from, uh, she was born in China, uh, Korean ethnically, but born in China. And they live in China, except they couldn't get back to China because uh, Tommy is American-born, and so China's border is still closed. So they've been doing missions uh, in Alaska for now. They'll be back here this summer. And uh, when they were in uh, China, they worked on the China-North Korea border, and they would, uh, they would go down into North Korea and provide uh, dairy products for children there who were malnourished. And so they ran a factory that was down there. Um, they're not sure what that looks like even now, especially uh, post-COVID and then Korea, even uh, North Korea being shut down even more. So what they're thinking about doing is they're trying to think through uh, maybe what God would have them uh, do next on the China side, perhaps even uh, taking care of refugees, North Korean refugee children who are, who are abandoned on the, on the China side. And so they'll share more with that uh, with us when they're here in uh, August um, but so pretty powerful family. They're, they're our second couple that we support on a monthly basis, financially and spiritually. And, and they have a, a video that they want to share with you as well. Hello, Jericho Church. Um, I know it's been a while, uh, about nine months, probably since you last saw my face. And as most of you know, nine months ago, uh, me and our family, we moved up here to Alaska. Um, and since then, we've been working with uh, the local natives here, uh, various ministries in terms of uh, worship services and uh, building relationships um, with them uh, to get to know them and, and see how we can help them. Uh, but also, uh, we partner with the Korean church up here uh, to work with their youth department and as well as the young adults of this church. And so, um, I've been developing kind of personal friendships uh, with each of these uh, youth kids. Um, I think I explained earlier that, you know, uh, it's kind of tough for them because a lot of these kids, they don't want to be here. They want to move down to the lower, lower 48 and for whatever reason, um, they're, they weren't able to, and so they feel stuck here. And so uh, just trying to get a good relationship with them and building their confidence and also, I think, uh, giving them a different vision maybe for their lives. Uh, you know, I'm a missionary, and so, uh, giving them uh, an understanding of what missions is and, and the call to missions and even trying to mobilize some of these young young people uh, into missions. And so that's been great uh, for the last five months or so that uh, we've been working and getting to know them. Um, also, which was kind of a surprise to me uh, and for Timmy was we met a couple uh, North Korean people up here um, and also uh, a Chosun family uh, that also lives here. And, and so we've been developing, getting to know them, and developing a good rapport with them, and, and even talking about Yanji and North Korea and this and that, and eating eating the food from there, and it was, it was, it's been great. Uh, and so even developing a relationship with them, and getting to know them, and them getting to know us, and, and so building um, uh, even a discipleship type uh, relationship with them uh, has been a real blessing. Uh, and so, yeah, so God has really blessed us over the nine, nine, nine months or so that we've been here uh, in terms of um, the church here and the people and the locals and even one-on-one relationships. And, you know, in a lot of respects, uh, we learned a lot. Um, you know, I was, I was called to do uh, sermons up here in Korean, um, in the EM service, as well as the youth and adults. So, I've personally been um, into the Word a lot, and so God has really opened up my eyes, and, and even um, uh, some of the similarities between the kind of the spiritual darkness here and spiritual darkness in 
North Korea. And so um, it hasn't been smooth all the time, but I think overall God has really been good and has been really uh, teaching and leading uh, myself and my family. Uh, in terms of the future, uh, after praying and, and talking through with my wife, uh, we feel that um, that we're going to try to wrap up our ministry here and try to plan around going back to China to resume our uh, work uh, in North Korea and with North Koreans. And so uh, the interim plan is to return to LA at the end of August and uh, do the preparation, you know, uh, documentation visas, passports, and, and uh, uh, all the type of stuff um, that we need to do in order for us to get back to China. And we're hoping by early next year, uh, we will be back in Yanji and if the God wills, uh, resuming our work there. So um, the good news is, I guess, uh, we'll be heading back to LA and reconnecting and seeing all of you once again. And so I look forward to uh, sharing what we've done up here uh, for the last uh, year or so uh, that we've been here and also kind of sharing the vision and um, our excitement of returning back to China uh, and uh, doing our work um, in North Korea. And so uh, finally, I just want to thank Jericho Road Church. Um, uh, like I said, it hasn't been uh, easy uh, up here in Anchorage, especially for my family. Uh, kids were getting sick all the time. And so we just want to thank you so much for your prayers uh, and support, um, continued support uh, through these last months. and. And uh, yeah, we look forward to uh, continuing to partner with you uh, as we um, do missions uh, with Jericho Road and, and see what God wants for our lives. So thank you very much, uh, and we'll see you in about three months or so. Take care. Bye. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, All right. Um, I'm going to have to have the, the stream muted. And Jerry, if you could cut that really fast for just this part. Uh, you can leave the video going, but just mute the voice part. Uh, for this. If you're interested in getting her contact, I'll uh, share with you uh, how to meet with her over the Signal app or uh, some of the ways that you can contact her. Okay, we could have our volume back up and uh, jump on there, Jerry, if you'd like to do that again. Our resident Instagram. If ever our stream is down, you can always find Jerry's Instagram and watch church. Uh, I know several people have done that before. All right, our next one uh, is a man and his wife, uh, Peter and Eve uh, Palu. They're in uh, Thailand. Um, Peter and Eve, they minister to uh, village village people, village folks, uh, <laughs> to the village people. They, they minister in a mountain area in Thailand. Uh, the Ubon area of Thailand. It's uh, next to the right next to the Laos border. Uh, they focus on children youth ministry. They uh, do soccer ministry. They have kids constantly at their home. Uh, previously, they worked in uh, with the other organization we work with in Thailand, hand to hand in Pattaya. Um, our last term short mission, uh, short term missions. We got to meet this uh, family, and they are fantastic. And and uh, my wife and I have developed a, a deep relationship where we talk to them. Uh, two or three times a week uh, uh, and just sharing with them. And so 
these, this is a group where uh, they only receive our one-time yearly donation. So the last three here are just our single donations that we take and that, because those are the ones that we visit with our short-term missionaries normally. And so um, here's a quick video from them. Hi, hello, Jellico Road Church family. We are missionary from Ubon Ratatani, Thailand. My name is Chimon Bolu. My nickname is Peter. I'm a, a pastor of youth and kids and soccer coach too. And my my wife. Hi, my name is Isoda. My nickname is Eve. Yeah, we want to say thank you so much for all your blessing, all your support. Uh, our family and our ministry, yeah, our ministry do with a uh, Bible class in my my home too, and and my church too, and we have uh, teach soccer in my my home also have soccer. We teach soccer at my home, and we share about all uh, people they don't know God them like to come to my home yeah, that we make soccer place in my my home yeah and we want to say thank you so much for all your support that you give us and yeah we want you to pray for us about we have to like it's very it's not easy to share about God in village yeah but in God we we know everything impossible yeah, we want to say thank you so much and yeah, we really happy that you be our side, our family, our ministry. Yeah, we want to say thank you so much for everything. Yeah, we want to invite you to come to visit us in village in Ubon Lasatani in Thailand. Yeah, yeah, we want to say thank you so much for all your blessing and. We hope see you soon and God bless you and yeah we want to say thank you so much for everything God bless you thank you bye bye amen amen so uh, English language learner yeah fantastic he's the translator so that's good times good times and uh, the the other ministry we were praying for this week uh, uh, just yesterday was a hand to hand hand to hands an organization that ministers in the city of Pattaya, Thailand. In addition to uh, uh, right now, they're doing food distrib distribution. Uh, but in addition to that, they have like ten different ministries go on. They they uh, do outreach into the prisons. They they have a hospital outreach. They provide scholarships for children to go to school. They provide a they run a free preschool. They minister in the hospitals. They meet uh, actually run a church out of their building. They have soccer teams and kids ministries and outside kids club and all sorts of stuff. They're doing a ton of work and are a blessing to work with. They're fantastic. This is uh, their founder, Margie, and uh, her and a Thai uh, lady founded this organization. Uh, they're the second uh, of the three persons whom we'll be sharing this offering that we're going to take just a little bit later with. So uh, they have a, a quick little video here from them. Yay! High five! 
Hey, did you have a good day? Good job. Go put your bag down. So today is the day that we feed 350 families. And uh, we've got to give these people some cooked food, some rice, and also they have an opportunity to get some clothes. So the first thing they're going to do is come over here and make sure that they sanitize and also get their registered name down so that we know that they've been. And then they're going to come over and put their empty canisters on that bench over there. And we're going to fill that for them with food. So today they're going to get uh, fried chicken and sticky rice. We also have five kilograms of rice for them. Um, and they also get to choose some clothes that they need or water bottles that they need to take home with them as well. Over here, we have our chickens. So we're very happy with our chickens because we get about 25 eggs a day. So that's helping to support the food that we give to the people as well as sometimes we can take them to market as well. So we're very blessed with our chickens. Over here, we have our gardening project. And so this is where we're growing lots of herbs and spices. So we use these herbs and spices in our cooking and we can also take some of these to market. You can see us growing some fruit and so here's some very yummy malako or papaya as we call it in Australia. We have about 350 families that we feed every week and to make sure that we stay COVID safe and within the government regulations, the people come in small groups. So this means that um, we make sure that we all stay healthy but also gives us a great opportunity to be able to spend time with each family, pray with them and uh, just let them have time to share their stories. So thanks so much for blessing us. And this is Safe. Safe is one of our scholarship students and he's got a day off today so he's helping us out. Thank you Safe. Two people cooking food. Hi, Tawi. So Tawi's on the board and she's also a cook. And this is Mon. Mon's our head chef and she's on the board and Mon's food is very, very delicious. This is Kung Pai. Pai is the president of the foundation. And uh, here are our staff and they're putting the chicken into the boxes, the empty boxes that the people brought along this morning. These are the five kilogram bags of rice that we packed, packed up and every family will get one of these as well. So this won't feed the entire family for the whole week, but it definitely helps support them. And if they need extra help with pampers or milk, our formula for disabled children, then we make sure that they have those as well. We have our new sheds over here. So this was a grant from the Irish Embassy. And these sheds are filled with secondhand donations, pampers, milk formula, mama cups of noodles. And so this is a distribution center for the whole city. So we like to share where. And here, is our housing estate. So there are 28 people living in seven rooms here and uh, all these people were homeless and most of these people would have given up their children into orphanages because they didn't have anywhere to live. So we provide a safe place to live, we provide a community and of course we also teach them about Jesus and many people have come to know the Lord. So thank you so much for all your support. God bless you. Bye. Amen. Amen. All right, uh, so that's the missionaries that we've been praying for. We have a bonus missionary really fast that you met him just a few weeks ago, Paul Kim. Uh, he's actually, he works in Th Thailand also. He liaisons churches. Uh, he's Korean ethnically and then Thai uh, speaking and grew up Thai and his parents were Thai mission uh, missionaries in Thailand as well. And so he helps uh, liaison teams that go there, set up their transportation, and they set up uh, where they're going to go all throughout the country and serve. And then he stays with the teams as they do that. And so uh, he'll be the third recipient. Uh, uh, he spoke with uh, uh, our church just a few weeks ago. So I just want to say again that uh, uh, today's giving for uh, Thailand is 
just for Thailand, uh, our regular missionaries come out of our regular budget, so that they're our uh, monthly sort of kind of support. And so I'll just thank you guys for being so generous all the time. And um, this year, again, we weren't able to send a team. Normally, we'd send a team, and then uh, we'd have a mission sending Sunday where we'd get to sponsor those short-term missionaries. But in, in light of COVID, that we haven't been able to do that. So for the last three years, we've been sending just money instead. And uh, next year, I think we'll be able to, again, send a team. Uh, Thailand is now, uh, just as of July 1st, open back up uh, completely. And so next year, we'll be able to send a team. And then so our mission Sunday will look a little different. I'll be back to sponsoring our short-term missionaries. And uh, so after all of that, uh, here's just, I just want to give you a brief, tiny little short message from your pastor. Uh, wanted to share my heart as we talk about world uh, missions. So I have three things that I always ask from those who are faithfully following Jesus to consider when they're thinking about world missions. And uh, the three things I would like to ask you to consider is, uh, or to do in your life as you think about world missions is to pray, to give, and to go. So pray, pray regularly for our partners, for foreign countries. Get out a map and just, and just even do a, a no-looky-pointy, boom, I'm going to pray for this one today. Or, or, or begin to start to pray for people that are outside of your, your own environment. It's great to pray for your friends and family. It's great to pray for this church. But we also have to start to pray for other countries that are outside of this place, Christians that are abroad and, and leaders all throughout this planet. In Ephesians, Paul says, pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and, and, and always keep on praying for all of the Lord's people all throughout the planet. Yes, for our friends and family, but also for our friends that are in foreign countries as well. Remind our, we remind ourselves that, that, that prayer really does connect us with God. Sometimes I think in Western church, we think prayer is sort of the hors d'oeuvre. We do the work, and then we pray about it, and then God will bless the work that we're doing. But I think we probably have it backwards. Prayer is the power of the work. We remind ourselves that God is powerful, not us. That God is amazing, not me. That God is the provider, not, not we together providing for people. Prayer is of primary importance to God's work. We also say, we often think about like, oh, well, what can I do? Prayer is the, the do of world missions. Prayer isn't ancillary. It's not optional. It's necessary. There is no world missions without prayer because there's no power without God. The second thing I say is to, to give. Give joyfully when given the opportunity to meet a need in another country. Our dollars go pretty far in other countries. In Thailand, for example, our money has about 10 times the buying power as it does here. So uh, $10 given here is like receiving $100 in Thailand. And every dollar matters. There's this really cool passage from Paul to his friends in Corinth. Uh, they, they themselves, they were having a, a, a missions-giving Sunday. And uh, I think it fits our situation quite appropriately. He wrote them this letter on their missions-giving Sunday. Here's what he said. He said, There's no need for me to write to you about this service to the Lord's people, for I know your eagerness to help, and I, I've been boasting about it to the Macedonians, or for us, to the Thai people telling them that since last year, you in Acacia or you at JRC, you are ready to give, and in your enthusiasm, you've stirred most of them to action. 
But I'm, I'm sending the brothers in order that our boasting about you in this matter should not prove hollow, but that you may be ready, as I said you would be. For if any Macedonians or Thai people came with me and find you unprepared, we, not to say anything about you, we would be ashamed of having been so confident. So I thought it necessary to urge the brothers to visit you in advance and finish the arrangements for the generous gift that you promised. Then it will be ready as a generous gift, not as one grudgingly given. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you've decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. As it's written, they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor, their righteousness then endures forever. Now he who supplies seed to the to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and he'll enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in a thanksgiving to God. This service that you perform, the giving part, is not only supplying the needs of the Lord's people, but it's also overflowing in many expressions of thanks to God. Because of this service by which you have proved yourselves, others will praise God for the obedience and that, that accompanies your confession of the gospel of Christ and for your generosity in sharing with them and with everyone else. And in their prayers for you, their hearts will go out to you because of the surpassing grace that God has given you. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. I mean, what a powerful passage which mirrors exactly what we're doing today. That your, your generosity this morning will be multiplied in thanksgiving to God. People in foreign countries will be worshiping God for the blessing that they're going to receive from you, even though they've never even met you. Your generosity today will allow ministry to take place in Thailand, to allow people to hear the gospel who would otherwise never have heard about Jesus. In Thailand, 1% of the population of Thailand is Christian. That's it. So Christianity isn't ubiquitous like it's here. Now, if someone is interested in Christianity, there are 47 churches they passed on the way to McDonald's, you know, or wherever they were going to school. But in Thailand, there are not. Only 1%. It is most likely that the Thai folks in Thailand have never even met a Christian. And then our gift then goes not only one-to-one, -one, but I said it's multiplied by 10 times the buying power. So there's a 10 times influence in this kind of country. Pray and, and give and go. I've mentioned before that I would love every member of our church to get out of this country at least once on a short-term mission between every five and ten years. And you don't have to go every year, but, but at least once in the next five. Well, I've been here five years, so if you haven't been yet, you're, the clock is ticking till you're ten, you know. Uh, this isn't primarily for the benefit of those that you'll be visiting. It's so that God can shape your heart. Like he wants to do work in you, on your soul, as you yield to him and go out of your comfort zone and, and how to head out on short-term missions. I mean, Jesus says it pretty simply. In Mark 16, it records, uh, go into all the world and preach the gospel to the creation. Man, that's complicated. Like, not at all, right? 
Now that COVID's drawing down, oh, we're going to have the opportunity next year to go back to Thailand, to go to another country, to share the love of Jesus. And, and when we go, it is not to save the savages. When we go, it is to come alongside those who we already love and have a relationship with and to bless them and to, to bring the light of Jesus to people. We'll be, the for many, maybe the first Christians that they ever meet, and we just want to go learn and love people when we're there. Okay. So now we're going to move into our time of giving that uh, I've asked you to prepare all this week. If you've brought your gift physically, I'm going to move this. Uh, Pastor Trevor's going to grab this table and set it right there. Uh, and uh, there's going to be a giving video that we play uh, that'll go for about five minutes. And if you have your physical gift, it's during that time I'd like you to come up and place it in the basket. And if you have the digital gift, this is the time you're going to grab out your cell phone, and that's fantastic. Never does the pastor say, bring out your cell phone, but today he does. And if you want to give online, that's uh, the way that you've planned to give, then that's fantastic as well. So phones out in church, that's the new one. And uh, once you've given during this time, then I'd uh, ask you to just go into time of prayer for any one of those persons that touched your heart, or if there's another country on your heart, if we'll just go into a time of prayer. This video is about five minutes long. There's going to be some verses about giving as we go into that. And so let's go ahead and uh, move our hearts. I'm going to pray for us as we move into this, and that video is going to begin. Father, we just want to come and give joyfully and generously and give because you have given us so much. God, you have given us eternal life. And if we can just, by a small token, allow praise to go up in another country, what a fantastic opportunity we have. God, I pray that every gift that's given today would be given with full joy as, as we honor you in giving. And, and God, we pray that you will use this uh, money to honor yourself all throughout the world. We ask this in your name. Let's continue to have a heart of prayer as this video plays and you prepare your offering. <laughs> 